But we've been in this series, right? The series is called, Is God Real? Right? We've been locked in this series for a few weeks. But you know what? The Lord showed me one of the main attributes of people who believe that God is not real. Amen? And I'm going to show it to you all today. He, he, again, poured out so much revelation on this. Amen? And I'm going to tell you, I'm not going to even tarry with with what he showed me. The attribute he showed me for people who don't believe God is real that they have is they don't forgive. It's unforgiveness. Amen? See, unforgiveness will keep you in bondage. It'll keep you in bondage to people, and it'll keep you in bondage to sin. Amen? Say amen to that. Unforgiveness will keep you in bondage, thanks to God. Hallelujah, Lord. I mean, people who, who don't forgive have a real problem letting things go. Say amen to that. <laughs> and God doesn't want us to be in bondage to anything. Amen. He wants us to be free. Thank you, Jesus. Forgiveness is just so important unless you are perfect. If you're perfect now, you don't have to forgive. Amen? Anybody in here perfect? <laughs> just check it. Then this message is for all of us. Amen? <laughs> it's for, say, well, this message is for that person. No, it's for everybody. Amen? Because none of us are perfect. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> if you can't forgive someone who hurts you, listen to me carefully then God can't forgive you and your imperfections. Amen? Get that in your spirit. <laughs> and since you're not perfect and you want to be forgiven, you must forgive. Amen? Jesus wants his followers to get a, in a habit of forgiving, thanks to God. So if someone comes to you, even if they don't, but if, if definitely if someone comes to you and asks for your forgiveness, forgive them. I don't care what they did to you. Oh, but they did this. They let it go. Forgive them. If they come to you sincerely and say, look, you know, I'm sorry I hurt you. Forgive them. Hear me, saints of God? It doesn't mean you forgot everything they done and, and, you know, it's just, it never, but just let it go and forgive them. Amen? You have to let it go. It will keep you out of bondage. Because many times people do they dirt to you, they go right on, they don't have no feelings. Amen. And you all tied up in bondage, hating them, wanting to just kill them or do something bad to them, back to them. And they, they ain't under that kind of bondage. They are not under that kind of bondage. Amen. So you got to forgive saints of God. Hear me? It will keep you out of bondage. God's will is for us to be free. Amen. And you know, Peter was God's boy, right? Peter was his boy. But I believe Peter had a forgiving problem. I'll say, what? That was God's boy. He was running hand in hand with God. But I really believe when I was reading the scriptures, he had a forgiving problem. That's why he asked Jesus, Lord, how many times shall, I, shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? That's what Peter asked him. <laughs> Evidently, he didn't want to forgive him no more. 
Amen. <laughs> Let's look at the scriptures. Turn in your Bible to Matthew chapter 18 and bring up verse 20 for me. I'm on Matthew 18 and verse 20. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Thank you, Jesus. You don't see it? Matthew chapter 18 and verse 20. Help him out, Carlton. Thank you, Jesus. Matthew 18 and 20. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. Hallelujah, Lord. Here we go, verse 20. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I, there am I in the midst of thee. So we gather together how today, saints? Two or three, and we gathered in Jesus' name, right? So he's in our midst. That's what this scripture is saying. He's with us right now. Amen? Look at verse 20, 21. Then came Peter to him and said, Lord, how oft shall my, shall my brother sin against me, and I forgive him? Till seven times? Huh? Peter's asking God, should I forgive him seven times? He had a forgiveness problem. Come on, y'all know it. I just revealed it. Peter had a problem. For, I got to forgive him seven times. That's what Peter's asking God. Do I got to forgive him seven times? How, how many times does he do this to me, and I still got to forgive him? Y'all getting this in your spirit? <laughs> Look at verse 22. Jesus said unto him, I say not unto thee until seven times, but until 70 times seven. Jesus is telling Peter, you need to just keep forgiving him. Amen? Because I don't think anybody's keeping. Anybody in here keeping score? You know, 70 times seven is 490. Anybody keeping score like that? Huh? I just, I'm curious. You know, that's like, you know, okay, you did this to, for me. I'm going to forgive you. Now we at 489. <laughs> are you, are you going to do this to me now? Okay, we at 488. Anybody doing that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah, Lord. What God is really saying is never stop forgiving, saints. You hear me? Never stop. Forgive him as many times as it takes. That's what he was saying to Peter. Amen. God wants us to forgive. It keeps us healthy, saints. We're not built. We're frail with these little, little mortal bodies. Say amen to that. We're not built to carry all that negativity around. That's why Jesus came here. He said, my yoke is easy. My burden is light. Get with me. Okay, walk with me. I'll keep it easy for you. We wasn't built to carry all that negativity around. Amen. It's not healthy. Let it go. Forgive them. In fact, you know what? <laughs> it hadn't been long since Jesus taught his disciples to pray. Because we're in what? We're in Matthew 18. In Matthew 6, he was teaching them to pray. Amen. Let's look at that. Turn to Matthew, turn your Bibles to Matthew 6. And let's look at verse 5. Matthew 6 and verse 5. Hallelujah, Lord. It says, and when thou prayest, thou shalt not be as the hypocrites are, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the streets, that they may be seen of men. 
Verily I, I say unto you, they have their reward. <laughs> Jesus is saying, don't, don't pray to make yourself look good. <laughs> That's what he's saying to men. Don't be standing all out letting everybody see you pray so they can see how holy you are. I'm holier than thou. Look at me. I'm praying. Don't do that. That's what this scripture is saying. If you do that, that that's going to be your reward. Them saying, oh, look at him, how holy he is. Amen. That's gonna be, the scripture is saying, if you do that, that's going to be your reward. <laughs> Let me give you this revelation. When you do your services to God, don't look for reward from men. Amen. If you know you're serving God and you're doing something for somebody and you know what the Lord told you to do it for him, believe me, he's going to reward you. And that's the one you want. Yeah, man could give you a reward, but it ain't going to have no comparison to what God can do. Please know that. Amen. So you don't 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 look for. So it's the same thing. If I give you something and you give it right back to me, what did we really do? Nothing. But if I give you something expecting nothing in return, amen, oh, I done did something now. Because God is going to honor that. And when he do that return, <laughs> you, you will know it. And everybody else will know it too. Amen. <laughs> Look at verse 6. It says, but thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet. And when thou hast shut thy door, pray to the Father which is in secret. And thy father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. That's what you want to do. See, some of our prayers, they're just not for everybody. They're just between ourselves and God. Amen? Oh, thank you, Jesus. But believe me, they will see what you have been praying when God answers your prayer. <laughs> do you hear me? <laughs> don't, don't do, you ain't got to do it in front of them. When God answers the prayer, they're going to say, oh, we see what you've been praying for. <laughs> believe me I'm telling you it's the same thing it's like people bragging about how blessed they are hey I'm blessed you say I'm blessed oh the Lord he's blessing me you ain't got to do all that <laughs> look if God has put an anointing on you and is blessing you they will see it you ain't got to tell them you don't have to say a thing amen they will see it say amen to that he said well, if you do it in secret I'll bless you openly and, and make them look at it. It's like I'll prepare a table before your enemy. I'll put the table before your enemies and then let them look at how I'm blessing you. Oh, that's hard. That's hard right there, saints of God. For them. Not for you. <laughs> that's hard for them to look at that, though. Woo, because they mad at you. They holding something against you. They being foolish. See, you done forgave them. They the enemy, but they holding it against you. And now they got to watch how God is blessing you. <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. Look at verse 7, says. It says, be not ye therefore like unto them. For your father, no, it says, but when you pray, use not vain repetitions as the heathen do. For they think they shall be heard for their much speaking. And this is just telling us, don't pray the same thing over and over. Stay current. Stay in the moment. When is faith? Now. Now faith is. When you pray, pray in faith. Pray now. Pray for what's going on now. See, when we were kids, this is how we used to pray. Now lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul. Every night we prayed that same prayer. Huh? We just did the same thing over and over. But we are, we're grown in Christ now. 
Amen. We pray for exactly, Lord, you know, Lord, if you could just do this for me, Lord. Uh, Lord, this person is, has this in their body, Lord, and, and your word says that you wish above all that, that, that we prosper, be in good health. You know, we pray in those kind of prayers based on the word of God. We don't, we don't do them vain just because we keep saying it over and over. We think God going to answer it. That don't work. Amen. And that's what Jesus is telling them right now. Don't pray like that. Look at verse 8. It says, be not, be not ye therefore like unto them. For your father knoweth what things you have need before you ask. Isn't that the truth? <laughs> That's one of my favorites right there. Y'all know, see, I be praying, right? And I, I might pray for you what I think is necessary for you. In my mind. Amen. Well, it looks like they need whatever. So I'll start praying that prayer, right? But this scripture is saying, the father know what we need, what, what the person need before you even ask. So in many of my prayers, what am I saying? Lord, this, that, whatever I'm praying for, but you know all things, Lord. You know what they need before I even ask. Oh, that's what you got to go. That's the way to go. Huh? That's how you get their need met, not yours. We think we know what they need. God knows he's, he's omniscient. He's all-knowing. He knows what all of us need. Amen? So when we put them in God's hand, look, Lord, you know what they need. Yeah, I said this, but please, Lord, you know what they need. Now, he, now he's going to answer based on the, on the real need. Amen? Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. For your Father knoweth what things ye have need of before ye ask him. Say amen. amen. <laughs> Lord, you know everything. Look at verse 9. Then Jesus tells us, after this manner, therefore pray ye. I want you all to pray the Lord's Prayer with me. Amen. Y'all ready to start? We starting right here. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Hold up right there. Here's the question. Here, Because, you know, I said I'm going to be answering a lot of questions for people who don't believe God is real. I'm going to answer one with this scripture right here. Because it says, it says, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Here's the question. People have, they always ask us, well, if it's a God, why things so bad happen to good people? Huh? If God is real, why does this terrible stuff happen to these good people? We see it every day. Amen? <laughs> but look. This scripture right here is telling us. It says, thy kingdom come. This right here is not God's kingdom. It belonged to us. Say amen to that. But we gave it to who? Not you. Who we give it to? Satan. Adam gave it away. <laughs> huh? That's the problem. That's why bad things happen because we gave the kingdom to, to the devil. <laughs> That's the problem. Why? He's, Jesus is saying, thy kingdom come. It's coming. God's kingdom will be coming. And when it comes, this is what's going to happen. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. That's coming. Amen. That's not here yet. Amen. Right now, that's why Jesus said, 
Satan is the ruler of this world. We're like, what? Ain't God in control? Yeah, he in control. But he's just not ruling this world right now. His kingdom is coming. Amen. That's how you answer that question, saints. Well, why does all this, this craziness happen? Why don't God do something? Because his kingdom is coming. Amen. Didn't he promise he was going to come back? You think he's not going to do what he said he's going to do? He's giving us all a chance. Amen. To step over and live in his kingdom with his faith. Now. We can still live in his kingdom right now. Amen. But you got to step out of this satanic world system that we live in to live in his kingdom. Oh, it's a beautiful thing. Ain't no shortages in his kingdom. Please hear what I'm saying to you. He's not short of nothing. How many of his needs he said he's going to meet? All of them. Because there's no shortage. He's not short on anything. <laughs> I just got that new car. And I looked at this other car, the Genesis G80 uh, uh, truck. Beautiful truck. Oh, my God, it was beautiful. And the man came out and said, well, it's a shortage on chips and cars. I said, so, so what's my price? I didn't want to hear all that. What's my price? Your price is going to be $5,000 over the sticker price. I looked at him like, are you crazy? Who does that? You want me to pay $5,000 over the sticker price? I'm a tither. My money goes to the kingdom of God. Are you nuts? But it's a shortage. See, the kingdom I live in, there is no shortage. And I know that. I'm not ignorant to the word. Oh, Y'all better hear me. Don't do foolish things like that. Huh? Being anxious for things. What the Bible say be anxious for? Nothing. Amen. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. That's the problem why we're seeing all this violence and all this stuff, because God's kingdom is not here. It's coming. Amen. At some point, you better believe, saints of God, God's will will be done on this earth just like it's done in heaven. He's in control, but he's bound to this word. He has to do what his word says. His word and him are one. You all remember when I began the series? That was the first scripture I read to you. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Huh? He has to do what he said he's going to do. Oh, but he got to jump out and help that person and do this and do that. And is, 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 are they within the boundaries of this word? Because that's what he's going to do. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Look at verse 11. Keep praying with me, saints. Give us this day, come on, y'all, our daily bread. Hold it again. <laughs> when you want your needs to be met? This day. Amen. It said, give us this day, today. Amen. All right, let's finish praying this prayer. Verse 12. And what? Forgive us our debts as? That's why you have to forgive. <laughs> That's why you have, he did it in the prayer. Well, why do I have to be, forgive? Because this scripture right here says, forgive us as we, well, if you don't, as we forgive, guess what? He's not going to forgive you. <laughs> That's the issue. Amen. <laughs> we got to, it says, forgive us. He's teaching them how to pray. He's teaching us how to live. We got to forgive 
we asking God to forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. So as soon as we start forgiving them, God forgives us. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. It's a principle. God is real. Everybody say amen to that. He's teaching us this important principle in our prayers. Even when we pray, how often should we pray anyway? God told us to pray all the time. Pray without ceasing. Amen. Men ought to always pray. Just so many scriptures on prayer. Amen. But he wants to forgive us, thanks to God. And we want him to always forgive us. He doesn't want us to live in bondage. Well, why did that bad thing happen to that person? Well, they might have been living in bondage. If they wasn't forgiven, then he can't forgive them. So now he can't zero in and protect them. Oh, no, it's God's fault. No, God get blamed for everything. No, he's going to do his word. That's what he's going to (laughs) do. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Who the son set free is free indeed. Amen. I want to read you a scripture concerning the forgiveness saints and sevenfold and 70 times seven and all that because that's what he said right what he tell peter he said peter he said he said peter <laughs> peter said why i gotta why i gotta forgive him if, I, if he just keep doing this this to me i gotta forgive him he said seven times he said no 70 times seven and that's what he told him turn your bibles to genesis chapter four and, and we're gonna look at verse 24 let me give you this real quick you all cooled off Praise God. See how God is? Huh? That's how quick he answered prayer. <laughs> there you go. Amen. <laughs> that's, that's sound doctrine. <laughs> that's sound doctrine right there. You can have what you ask. Amen. But see, you don't know that. You see, you're ignorant to that. Now you just don't ask. <laughs> Praise God. Y'all at Genesis chapter 4. All right, look at verse 24. It says, if Cain shall be avenged sevenfold, truly Lemich 70 and sevenfold. <laughs> so this Lemich is saying, hey, if, if Cain got avenged sevenfold, <laughs> then I should get avenged 70 times seven. Uh, y'all say, what, what, what? Are you going to break that one down, Pastor? <laughs> break it down, do the breakdown? <laughs> Hallelujah, Lord. So we know what Cain did, right? What did Cain do? He killed his brother. That's the first murder ever recorded in the Bible, right? Amen. Say amen to that. I'm still in the Bible. I got a question for you. Was Cain forgiven for killing Abel? (laughs) Did did God forgive him? (laughs) Cain killed his brother Abel because he was jealous of him, right? Abel gave God his first fruits based on God's requirement. But Cain gave God what he wanted to give him. <laughs> Y'all you better hear me on this one. <laughs> Cain did it his way. When God was, and when God wasn't pleased, pleased with him, now he got upset. Right? Because, you know, see, then a blood sacrifice was required for sin, for repentance of sin. Amen? And so when Cain gave him his first fruits, Pastor Harden used to make this joke. He said he was mad because uh, what Abel gave him was a fruit because he was a tiller of the ground. 
And, and, and Pastor Harden used to say, you can't get blood from a turnip. <laughs> and that's a good joke. It's funny. But, but it's real because God required a blood sacrifice. Huh? Because we all messed up. Say amen to that. So he, that's what he required that day for you to have a blood. And he give him, gonna give him a whole bunch of, he can't get blood from a turnip. He, you got to do it the way God asked you to do it. Amen? And so, so God wasn't pleased with him. And, 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 and God told him pretty much, you know, just give me what I asked you to give me. Amen? Do what you see your brother Abel doing. That's what you do. Cain was like, <laughs> so he got mad. Amen? But God has a certain requirement, saints. And it's like today. I'm going to show you all this. I'm just going to go right to the top and tithing because that's a hard thing for us. Amen. When it comes to that cash. Amen. I want to be in God's system till it comes to that cash. Now I want to do it my way. Amen. <laughs> that's, what, that, that's what tough. I was like that too. Oh, man, I had to, uh-uh. Lord, you got to prove this to me. And that's what his scripture says. He said, prove me. God asked you, prove me. You do it and see what I'll do. That's the only way you're going to figure it out. As long as you're thinking about doing it and all that, it ain't going to work for you. You got to do it. What Nike say? Just do it. Amen. That's how you get That's how you, then, then, then you can prove them. And then, then you'll know for sure. Amen. <laughs> but, you know, God's way, tithing is 10%. He says a tithe and an offering. An offering could be a penny. A tithe is 10%. It's just that simple. Amen. And it's to further the gospel. See, God says in that same passage of scripture, he wants meat in his house. Well, what is that? Huh? Some, 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 uh, some uh, uh, chicken or some meat in God's house is revelation. God's word is food. Say amen to that. He wants his house to be full of food, revelation. Amen. So the man of God, he wants him in, in front of him as long as he can keep him in front of him so that it can be meat in the house. So when he's feeding you all, he's not going to run out. I can be up here all day. Amen. I'm not going to run out of food. Amen. <laughs> and that's why he says to do this. I want meat. I want revelation constantly in my house. Now, I'm blessed. And I'm not saying I'm blessed, because, but I, I'm retired. So I can spend a lot of time with the Lord. Amen. But many men of God are not. So if the people are not tithing, they got to go to work. So if now if they got to go to work, <coughs> it's disturbing the meat <coughs> in God's house. When they should be before the Lord, because <coughs> the people are disobedient and not doing what they should be doing, he got to go out and get the money himself. Amen. <coughs> Thank you, Jesus. Who? <coughs> Hallelujah, Lord. See when the devil, how he act when, when, when I give you all this powerful principle. Y'all see how he act. <laughs> I don't want him to hear that. <clears throat> if they ever do that, woo, they'd be free. Oh, I can't let them hear that piece right there. Because hmm? Satan know the word too, and, he, and he's scared of it. It says he trembles. He knows where your treasure is. What else is there? Your heart. He knows that. So if I can get their treasure in the, their heart in the kingdom with their treasure, oh, they're unlimited. Ain't nothing they can't do. 
Amen. And he knows that. But God's principle is the same, saints of God. <clears throat> Tithing, 10%. Now look what the world does for us. The world, a, t- a tip at a waiter when you go and eat your food used to be what? 10%. Now how much is it? It just keep going up. Huh? You eat that meal and a waiter, now they looking for 20%, 25%. Huh? Give, a, give me 100%. Whatever your meal costs, give me that. Huh? That's what I meant, the lust of the flesh. But God is, God's 10% is still God's 10%. Amy, thank you so much, man of God. You are so thoughtful. God bless you. Thank you, Jesus. Woo. <clears throat> you know that devil is relentless, isn't he? But God is even more relentless. <laughs> I just want y'all to see that. <clears throat> he said, all I need is, right? Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. But God's percentage, it don't change. He's not like the world. See, that's why I like living in God's financial system. It don't keep jumping around and changing. Oh, now I want 20% from y'all. Oh, now, no. It's the same thing. God is the same. He don't keep changing. He's the same yesterday, come on, today, and forever. He's not going to keep changing. Amen. The world is. We see how the world's one way, they one way. The next day, they another way. They, they just keep changing. Amen. God is the same. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. So, God, I said all that to just say that God required back then a blood sacrifice. And, and Cain wanted to give him anything he wanted to give him. Amen. And God wasn't pleased. Let, let me give you a deeper one. God wants to keep sin off of us, right? So what did he do? He made the ultimate sacrifice. He came down there and died for us. Amen? Himself. So now what we have to do to keep sin off of us? Back then, we needed a blood sacrifice. Now, today, what do we need? We, he sacrificed it. We just received it. It's a gift. It's free. Amen? All you got to do today Honey, get that sin off of you get out and get in the, in the kingdom of God and live in that king in this, in, this, uh, fight, in this system that never runs out is to receive what he already did for you. That's all. And look, check, catch this revelation. Many don't want to do that. They're like, no, ain't no, God is not real. Why would I receive him? <laughs> look what's going on in the world. See, they're foolish. They're foolish hearts and blind them. Amen. They don't know this word. I told you I wanted to the worst things that can happen, because we all are ignorant, say amen to that. We, ignorant just simply means you don't know. We don't know everything, right? Many things we don't know. But what you don't want to be ignorant to is this. <laughs> you can be ignorant to anything out there. So what if you don't know how Father Son is from the earth? It don't matter. Huh? But if you don't know this, it matters. Amen. Don't bleed. I don't believe the devil's lie. Oh, what you don't know won't hurt you. Not when it comes to this. <laughs> That's why he tried to take my voice out when I was giving you all that powerful principle. <laughs> he don't want you to know this. What do the scriptures say? Okay, let me give you the scriptures so you'll know it's real. Was it, is it in Hosea? My people are destroyed for a lack of... Because they don't know. <laughs> I thought, but I thought what you didn't know that can't hurt you. Not according to the scriptures. You can, it can destroy you. 
Oh, Lord have mercy. Okay, I'm going to stay on the scriptures. Praise God. So, God ultimately gave himself for us. Huh? So, we only have to do one thing to get the sin debt off of. We got to receive Christ. Hmm? But like, like Cain, many people want to do it their way. So, they cursed. They're under a severe punishment. What we're seeing in this world, please listen to me right now, is a people who are under a severe punishment. <laughs> I'm going to show it to you, too. I got to show it to you in the scriptures. Amen. It's not that God is not living up to his part. He died for us. What else can he do? <laughs> but we don't want to receive that, so we are under a severe punishment. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. So I, so I asked the question, did he, did he forgive Cain? And I think he did. But he cursed him. <laughs> did you all hear me? He cursed him. All right, let's look at it. Turn in your, turn in your Bible uh, to Genesis chapter 4. And we're gonna look at we're gonna look at verse eleven. We're talking about people who don't believe God is real. Don't know how to forgive. I believe God forgave Cain, but he's cursed. Look at Genesis four and eleven. And now art thou art thou cursed from the earth, which have opened her mouth to receive thy brother's blood from thy hand. When thou tillest the ground, it shall not henceforth yield unto their unto thee her strength. A fugitive and a vagabond shalt thou be in the earth. That's a severe curse. Everybody say that's a severe curse. Amen. He said when you till, look, look. Now let me read verse 13. It says, and Cain said unto the Lord, my punishment is greater than I can bear. I say amen to what Cain said. Huh? That's a severe punishment. So that, what the scripture is saying is when you go to work, he said, when thou tillest the ground, it shall not henceforth yield unto our strength. When you go to work, it's never going to be enough. You know anybody like that? <laughs> huh? They go to work and the ends just don't meet. <laughs> That's what he told them. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Then it says, a fugitive and a vagabond shall thou be in the earth. So when you go to work, it's not going to work. It's never going to be enough. And then you ain't going to even be able to keep the job. Because fugitives and vagabonds, what do they do? They just go from job to job, from place to place, from city to city. They're fugitives. They're vagabonds. They're running around. That's a severe curse. I, my, when I do work, I'm not going to have enough. And when, and I, I'm going to even lose that job, and I got to run around and find another one. Anybody know anybody like that? I'm trying to show you something. They under a severe curse. They got the cane spirit on them. Oh, please listen to me. Thank you, Jesus. And Cain said unto the Lord, my punishment is greater than I can bear. Amen, I believe you. Look at verse 14. Behold, thou hast driven me out this day from the face of the earth, and from thy face shall I be hid. That's just severe right there. Oh, I just caught that. I didn't even see that when I was studying. He said, and from thy face thou shalt be hid. You know what hell is? <laughs> huh, what is hell? 
being hid from the face of God. That's hell. <laughs> huh? Living with life without God. Where are you? In hell. Huh? And we see people every day. They have no God in their life. Where are they? And then you wonder why this stuff is happening. It's not God. He's saying, please come to me. My yoke is easy and my burden. Let me show you how to do this. Let me show you how it could be. Try me. That's what he's saying. I'm not trying you. I don't even believe you are who you are. It's foolish. That is foolish. Oh, Lord have mercy. Behold, thou hast driven me out of the, this day from the face of the earth, and from thy face shall I be hid. And I shall be a fugitive and a vagabond in the earth. And it shall come to pass that everyone that findeth me shall slay me. Cain is saying, I don't have enough to live on. I'm going from place to place. I can't keep a job. I'm a murderer. And the people, when they see me, they're going to want to kill me. That's a severe curse. Say amen to that. That is a severe curse, saints of God. And then look at verse 15. And the Lord said unto him, Therefore, whosoever slayeth Cain, vengeance shall be taken on, taken on him sevenfold. That's why I say he forgave him. He said, if you, if you put your hands on him, now I didn't, I didn't curse him, but you better leave him alone. Huh? Because I'm going to take my vengeance on you sevenfold. And the Lord set a mark upon Cain, lest any finding him should kill him. That's where the sevenfold came from, saints. And that's what Lamech was talking about in Genesis. Okay, let's quickly go back to that scripture in, in, in 4 and 24. It says, if Cain shall be avenged sevenfold, truly Lamech 70 and sevenfold. So we know that Cain did what he did, right? But what did Lamech do? That God would avenge him 70 and 7. What did he do? Huh? <laughs> Let me tell you, Lamech killed someone also. And he told his wives about it when he killed them. Amen. Let's look at that. And it's in the previous verse. So we at 424. Look at 423. And Lamech said unto his wives, Ada and Zella, hear my voice, ye wives of Lamech. Hearken unto my speech, for I have slain a man to my wounding and a young man to my hurt. See, Lamech was following after his ancestor Cain's footsteps. Selfishness, just want to do it his way. Greed, huh? dual marriages, worldliness. Huh? <laughs> That'll cause a person to commit all types of sin, even murder. Huh? <laughs> that's, what, that's, what, that's what happened with Lamech. But Lamech is saying if God can forgive Cain and avenge him sevenfold, then God can truly avenge me because my murder was in self-defense. That's what he's really saying. See, when he murdered the guy, he thought that's because it says in the scripture, it says he murdered him. It says, and Lamech said unto his wife, ye wives, I slain the man to, to my wounding, meaning the man was trying to wound him, trying to hurt him. So he, he killed him. Amen. See, y'all know in those days it was an eye for an eye, right? We don't live like that today in Christ. Some people still do live like that. <laughs> That's why we see, oh, they run over and shoot up this house, and then what happens? They run back over and shoot up that house. They still live like that. Amen. <laughs> it's the scary spirit. Amen. I'm just showing you what's really going on so you'll know. 
Oh, thank you, Jesus. We live under grace, saints. We're not under the law. See, when we want revenge, God said, vengeance is mine. I will repay. God will repay it for us. You ain't got to go out and try to do something to somebody just because they do it, did it to you. Amen. What do you do? You for give them. Amen. And then God going to do. See, it's the same thing in reverse. Remember I said when you want your blessings to flow, don't look for them from men. Look for them from God. Same thing with, with, with vengeance. When you want vengeance to flow, yeah, you mad at them. You want, you want something to happen to them. They, they hurt you, but don't you do it. God going to deal with it. And when he deal with it, let me, let me just give you all this for real. You would be so mad at a person, right? And you want something bad to happen to them. But you forgive them because you in Christ. But when God put that smack down on them, you'll be acting so. You'll be like, Lord, did, 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 is that how you got? <laughs> Look, I, don't hurt them like that. I mean, I'm mad at them, but please spare them, Lord. Show mercy, Lord. Oh, yeah, I don't believe that. But when you're mad, you want to do it to them. You really do. But when God really put it down, that's why he said, vengeance is mine. I know how to repay. Oh, when God do it, it's something else, thanks to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. God wants us to forgive, saints. He will replay, right? But he wants us to forgive because we make mistakes and we also need forgiveness. Say amen to that. See, we can never forget what Jesus said on that cross. What was they doing when Jesus was on that cross? What were they doing to him? Killing him, right? Was they killing him? And what did he say? Forgive them, Lord, for they know not what they do. Now, you're going to take what they was, but they did this to me. But they did that. Did they kill you? You still here telling me about it. They didn't kill you. But you're going to put yourself ahead of our Lord and Savior who died for us. You're going to put yourself and say, no, I ain't going to never forgive them. But God, up there being killed, said, let it go. Forgive them, Lord. Father, they don't know. They, they, they ignorant to the, they don't know. Let it go, Lord. Let it go, Father. That's what happened. That's why we got to let it go. Real important we let it go, saints of God. Say amen to that. You've got to let it go. Let God deal with them. Believe me, when he deal with them, it's, it's going to be way more than enough. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. I'm going to end this with this parable real quick. I'm going to give you a parable. And this parable that I'm about to read to you, it's an earthly illustration of a heavenly truth. It came right after Peter asked God, I got to keep forgiving him. Right after he asked him that, Jesus gave him this parable. All right, I'm going to give it to you. So we, that, was, that happened in 22, right? Verse 22 said, Matthew 18 and 22 said, Lord, I got to keep forgiving him. Seven times? He said, no, 70 times seven. Right after that came this scripture in verse 23. Look at Matthew 18 and, 30 and 23. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Right after this, thanks to God, we're going to have some refreshments, some cake, and uh, for, we're going to celebrate the, the, the anniversary of the Dorchus. Amen. And Sister Cheryl was so thoughtful. She said, I wanna, I'm going to get them a cake. Is that okay, Pastor? I said, but of course. I'll get the napkins, the forks, the whatever. What did you want me to do? 
They faithful. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> and so it all came to pass. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. All right, let's finish up. I'm going to read you this parable. Matthew 18 and 23. It says, Therefore is the kingdom of heaven likened unto a certain king which would take account of his servants. So here's an earthly illustration of a heavenly truth. This earthly king is taking account of his servants. What does that mean? He's seeing what each of his servants owe him. He's taking account of them. Okay? Look at verse 24. And when he had begun to reckon, one was brought unto him which owed him 10,000 talents. Now, this particular servant was in deep debt to this king, right? Because he owed the king 10,000 talents. Look at verse 25. Before as much as he had not to pay, his Lord commanded him to be sold and his wife and children and all that he had and payment to be made. The king says, I'm selling all y'all and your entire family to get what you owe me. <laughs> y'all listening to this? This is an earthly illustration of a heavenly truth. I'm trying to show you how it go in heaven. Huh? How this king think? Because God is a king. Amen. <laughs> all right. I'm trying to show it to you. He said, I'm selling all y'all. You're going to give me what, I owe, what you owe me. Verse 26. The servant therefore fell down and worshiped him saying, Lord, have patience with me. I will pay thee all. It's amazing how when the smackdown come down, I'm preaching to myself right now. Y'all ain't got to listen. When the smackdown come down, on us, now we, now we figure out it's time to worship God. <laughs> but we got to wait to get smacked down. We got to be real low, and we're we going to just keep doing it our way and keep doing ourselves. And then when we get to our all-time low, Lord, please, if you could just get me out of this mess right here. Whatever you tell me to do, I'm going to do it. Whatever you tell me to say, I'm going to say it. Just get me out of this. <laughs> so that's what he's doing right now. After, after the king came down on him and said, look, I'm selling all y'all. I'm selling you, your family, and everybody. You're going to pay me. He said he fell down and began to worship him. Don't wait. Here, y'all want some revelation? Don't wait till, the, till that happened. Worship him when? Now. When is faith? Now. Don't even wait till the blessings start flowing in your life. Huh? Praise him before the blessings even come. Every day I wake up. Thank you, Jesus. I'm praising him before. I don't know what he's going to do today. But I'm praising him before it even happened. And I don't wait to see the blessing and go, Lord, hallelujah. Go. No, I'm saying hallelujah right now. Oh, y'all better catch that. If y'all don't get nothing else, that was worth the trip right there. <laughs> the servant therefore fell down and worshipped him. Late, but he got some sense finally saying, Lord, have patience with me. Because he know he's just so stubborn. I'm just so stubborn. Lord, please be patient with me. Be patient with me, Lord. Amen. <laughs> I'm stubborn. I, right now, I want to do my own thing. <laughs> he said, but if you be patient with me, I will repay everything. Look at verse 27. Thank you, Jesus. Then the Lord of that servant was moved with compassion and loosed him and forgave him the debt. See, when you finally come to the Lord and you realize you need him, saints, he has compassion on you, and he's going to forgive you. Amen? Look at verse 28. But the same servant went out and found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred pence, and he laid hands on him and took him by the throat, saying, pay me, pay me my money. <laughs> the same servant that just got forgiven now 
Catch this revelation. He's going to grab him by the throat huh, and say, give me my money. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Look at verse 29. I'm giving you an earthly illustration of a heavenly truth. And his fellow servant fell down at his feet and besought him, saying, have patience with me, and I will pay thee all. Verse 30. And he would not, but went and cast him into prison till he pay, till he should pay the debt. So when his fellow servants saw what was done, they were very sorry and came and, and came and told unto their Lord all that was done. His friends went and told on him. Huh? They saw how he was forgiven because he was out there bragging to them. I owed him all this money. And I, I worshiped him and I felt and he forgave me. And they was like, that's awesome. And then they see you go in the same situation on earth, you know, and you don't forgive. Huh? But you was forgiven. Catch this revelation. This is why we have to forgive. Please hear me. Huh? We have to forgive, saints. We can't hold nothing against nobody. Say amen to that. <laughs> Trying to show it to you and make it so plain. They went and told on them. Huh? You forget, Lord, you forgave him all. And he's out there browbeating them. He won't even forgive them. That's how he looks at you when you don't forgive. When you think your big bad butt say, oh, no, I don't care what you say. I ain't forgiving them or nothing. I'm going to hold it to them. To That's how God looks at you. Amen. Are you not going to forgive them? <laughs> After I forgave you, you're not going to forgive them. <laughs> I'm, I'm, trying to get, I'm trying to make it plain. Look at verse 30, 30, uh, two. Then his Lord, after that he had called him, said unto him, O thou, what did he call him? Wicked servant, I forgave thee all that debt because thou desirest me. Just because he desired. Look at verse 33. Should have not thou also have had compassion on thy fellow servant, even as I had pity on thee? Answer that question, saints. God shows us all this mercy, all this grace. Don't, don't, don't we, shouldn't we show mercy? <laughs> oh, thank you, Lord. Verse 34. And his Lord was wroth. He was upset with him now. And delivered him to the tormentors till he should pay all that was due unto him. Because he wouldn't forgive, he wasn't forgiven. Because <laughs> he did this to the Lord. He made him angry. <laughs> the Lord forgave him. You, so God can forgive you, but you can't forgive somebody else. You really must not believe it's a God. You, you can't believe it's a God and walk like that. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Let's look, look at this final verse. So likewise shall my heavenly father do also unto you. Is this Pastor Rudy saying this? No, he's reading verse 35. So likewise shall my heavenly Father do also unto you, if ye from your hearts forgive not everyone his brother their trespasses. If you don't forgive them all, saints, <laughs> the Father won't forgive you. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word, Lord. Your word on forgiveness, Lord, because we know you don't want one to perish, but every one of us to come to repentance. So we... Whatever it is that we're holding, if we're holding art against any man, woman, child, 
We release it right now in the name of Jesus. We release it to you, Lord. You said vengeance is yours. You will repay. We good with that. So, Father, we let it go right now, Father. Anybody who owes us money, anybody who has hurt us, anybody who has done something to us that they should have never done, whatever it is, we don't care what it is, Lord. We give it to you now because vengeance is yours. You will repay. Now we ask, Lord, that we walk in this newness of life without, without all that baggage on us, Lord, without carrying all that nonsense around with us that we wasn't built to do. But we thank you, Lord, for your word, and we know it doesn't change. It's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow, Lord. So right now, we release all those anxieties, all that anger, anything that we're holding against anybody, we release it to you right now in the name of Jesus. And everybody who agree with that prayer, say amen. 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 We free. Now, say, I'm free. I'm free. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Freedom feel good, don't it? Huh? <laughs> Who the son said free? Come on. You definitely free. Amen. <laughs> Freedom feel good. I remember one night I did this, thanks to God. And what, what prompted was a lady who, who I sold her my car and she never paid me all the money. And I was just so mad at her. I said, I fixed that car up for her. I made it so nice. And she going to not pay me my money. I was so angry. <laughs> And the Lord said to me that night, let it go. <laughs> and so I did. I said, all right, Lord, I let it go. But I just didn't let that go. I let everything go. <laughs> I said, if I'm holding anything else against anybody, I'll let that go. Lord, and anything that, just anything, Lord, if I don't even know I'm holding it, I let that go. And I forgot about it, and I went right to sleep. I'm, I'm telling you all, so, so this, is, this is a high-end truth. When I woke up that next morning, I was so light. And I was like, man, why do I, I feel I must have had a real good night's sleep. I felt like I never had felt before in my life. I had forgot I had done that. I didn't even think about that. I just thought this was a great night's sleep. But that's really what happened that night. I just let it all go. So today, saints of God, we did that again. Because, you know, this sin and all that nonsense got a way of sneaking back in our life. Huh? So we just, we got a clean slate. Everybody say amen. We got a clean slate today. Amen. A new start. We ain't holding nothing against nobody. Amen. We let it go. We gave it to the Lord. And we're going to leave it there. We're not going back to get it. Amen. It's done. It didn't happen. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Who I need to pray for, saints of God?